Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Jared Fogel, and I want to welcome you guys to another episode of Trap Therapy. So, on this episode, I want to talk about um, being a responsible parent. That's the best way I could put this. As parents, especially um, as black parents, you know, we have to do a little bit better. We have to be a lot more conscious of how we handle the communication between um, ourselves and our parental others. As parents, it's our responsibility to do what's in the best interest of the child for the most part at all times, okay? Because, um, you know, it does get tough and sometimes the decisions that we have to make are not that easy. With that being said, I want to tell you guys a quick little story. So, I just left the barbershop and as um, I'm getting my hair cut, young lady walks in with her son. The son is about 13, stands at about, I would say about 6'1". Big little dude, right? Cool kid, though. So as we sitting there, she, um, she begins to strike up a conversation. Open dialogue between everybody in the barbershop. It's about five other people sitting there, the barbers, myself included. She says, hey, how many of you guys that are in here are, fa are fathers? raise my hand then she says no real fathers like you know you're in your child's life raise my hand I'm like yo like I got custody of my sons like my sons live with me I go home to them every day he says okay cool good to know then she begins to tell a story she begins to go into um, the issues that she's having with her son's father you know the, the kid that's actually sitting there and says you know um I cut off any and all communication with him because he's a deadbeat dad. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He puts my son in situations where he eventually always ends up getting hurt. Um, the son has been exhibiting emotional outbreaks and, you know, going through this and that. And he's just really like having a tough time at this stage of his life. I do believe that at this stage of his life, you know, my son needs his father. However, every time his father is involved in his son's life, it becomes difficult. And, you know, his father has consistently let him down and really, like, has caused more anguish, anguish than he has healing. So I'm just sitting here and I'm listening. But as I'm listening, it got to a point where me and a young man had eye contact and I'm looking at this kid and... I start seeing the pain show up on his face. I start seeing the anguish and I start seeing the frustration. I start seeing just hurt written over all over this young man's face. So I stopped the conversation. I said, yo, time out. Wait a minute, flag on the plate. I do not mind having this dialogue. However, I do not want to have this dialogue in this young man's earshot. This is a conversation that is not for him to, to hear. Out of respect, I want to tell you this. I hear everything that you're saying, and I'm not saying you do not have a valid point. I'm not saying that you are not right. But what I'm saying is, this young man does not need to hear this. Why are we having this conversation in front of him? He shouldn't be witnessing this. She's like, well, I don't hide anything from my child. I say, man, with all due respect, that might be part of the problem. You're talking too much. You are sharing your pain with your son who did not ask 
to have that pain shared with him. You are his mother. If he's confiding in you, he is looking for healing. He's not your friend, it's your son. It's your son. No matter how your son looks at you, you're going to be right in his eyes. You are the epitome of a woman to your son. These conversations that you feel you are um, having with him in the namesake of having an open dialogue and being transparent with your child are causing way more harm than they are healing. And in this case, emotionally, you are no better than your son's father. So, ma'am, to continue to have this dialogue, I would ask you to ask your son to give us about 10 or 15 minutes and just wait in the car until it's his turn to get his hair cut. If you choose to continue this dialogue. But as a father myself, I would be dismissed and I would be wrong. To have dialogue about a man who I do not know in front of his son who I do not know. And even if I knew I would not have this conversation in front of him because that is his father. And no matter if his father is absent or present or whatever, this is not a conversation he needs to hear. She continued to defend her stance and I started to immediately see what the issue is. I said, ma'am, you are still in love. And, and that's okay. It's okay to still love that man. You are just disappointed. You're disappointed that he is not there for his son. But I ask you that when y'all leave this shop and that y'all go home and, you know, you go back into your lives, in which I have no effect on, I ask you to take a second to really sit back. Sit back and think. Are you spreading your pain to your son? Are you spreading your disappointment to your son? Now, do not get me misunderstood. Your son is definitely hurt. I see the hurt in his eyes. And even us having this little bit of dialogue right now is way too late. Because I feel like just by looking in this young man's eyes, the damage is already done. He's hurt too much. He looks at his father in a different light already. Now, one thing I've learned about kids are kids are not as naive as we would love them to be. They understand way more than we give them credit for. So as a man, it is my duty to let this young man know that his father loves him. His father may have had a terrible example of a father, and I'm not making excuses for a grown-ass man. But one thing I do know as a father Sometimes shit gets hard. And when things get hard, some men do not know how to stand on their principles. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how to stand up as a man and just be a father when they may not have had a good example. But don't ever think that your father don't love you. And I ask you, young man, from a stranger to you, to love your father for just being the man that he is. Not necessarily who we want him to be. Because oftentimes when we do that, we set ourselves up for a ton of disappointment. 
I see the pain in your eyes. I see the hurt in your eyes. And although I know this conversation that we are having right now in this barbershop full of strangers, it's not causing you any healing. I pray that one day you look back and you reflect on this conversation and you hear my words ringing in your ears. That your father does love you. He just may be a flawed man. And one day when you have children, you will see that being an adult is not as easy as we would love it to be. There's no manual for this. And we oftentimes as parents make mistakes. It don't mean that we don't love you. It just means that we try. So I ask you to forgive your father for his flaws and for not being perfect. You continue to love him because he's going to love you regardless. He may not be there as you want him to be there. That's not okay. Man to man, I want you to know that it's not okay because you do need him. And as you get older, you will come to your own conclusions on how you choose to handle this man. But please, don't allow your pain to transfer into other parts of your life. Be better than your father. Because right now you are learning a lesson that is very tough for you to interpret right now as being a blessing. But through it all, you will come out stronger on the other side of what not to be. I don't know if you have a creative outlet, but I would ask you to dive into that and focus on just being the best version of yourself as possible. Because at the end of the day, you can make a difference just by being the better man. He looked me in my eyes. He didn't say a word. He gave me kind of a nod. And before I left that shop, he stood up, gave me a handshake and a hug. I pulled his mom outside, and I had a real conversation. Because one thing that I did realize in the midst of her venting and telling these stories, I knew the guy. I knew the guy. So when I pulled her outside, I had to kind of explain something from his perspective. She didn't want to hear it, but she heard it. She didn't want to accept her role in the situation because she didn't realize that I knew a little bit more than what she was given. You know, she, she told everything from her perspective and from her side. But, you know, God placed me in that chair that day. And in that situation to hear exactly what was going on from her side. And when I told her a couple things, she had this look on her face. And she damn near turned blue. I said, man, you were causing your son 
way more damage than you can ever realize. And this is how he feels. Look at look at your son's face. You think breaking his father down in front of him verbally is making him a better man? It's not. It's not. It's not fair. It's not fair for you have to have to be the mother and the father. It's not fair that you don't get any breaks. It's not fair. But this world ain't fair. And it's not fair for him that you continue to spread this poison to your son. It's only poison because you're facing, you're putting your son in a position to face some things that as a young man you may not want to face. As an adult, he could come to his own conclusion on how he feels about his father. But as a child, we always want to think that our father is on their way. You know what? My dad said he coming, so I'm going to stay up until he get here. Unfortunately, there's a lot of children who father just never show up when they're supposed to be there. And that's a pain that as a parent you can't fix. But that don't mean it's okay for you to keep highlighting that pain and keep adding on to that pain. Keep forcing that child to remember how they felt in that moment. Because they're still children. They can still be better. They can still heal from that. But if you keep peeling the scab back every time it starts to heal a little bit, then how will he ever grow as a man? Tough conversation, people. Tough conversation. From my opinion, from my perspective, I feel like that's the best advice I could give. Um... I was not anticipating having that conversation, but God places us in situations for a reason. And I was placed in that chair for a reason. And I asked all my fellas out there, man, like, keep that in mind. You know, as you are out here procreating and, you know, um, shooting the club up, that you realize what comes with that. The level of responsibility that you have to take on as a man that no matter what the fuck is going on in your life, that child don't see the bills, that child don't see the stress, that child don't see everything that you got going on as a man. That child don't give a fuck. That child ain't judging you. Just show the fuck up. Just sit down with him, read a damn book with him. Take a walk. That's all they want. Your time. Your time. One thing that you can't get back is time. Time. So, fellas, I challenge you to just be better men out here. Just be better men. One day at a time. I know it can be stressful. I know that it can be hard. But 
Ten Child didn't ask to be here. Period. You made it. It's yours. Stand on that. Provide. Be there as best as possible. If that mother is making it tough, do what you got to do. That's what they make courts for. Love y'all. This has been another episode of Trap Therapy. Until next time, let's go.